Jack and Canned. Ladies and gentlemen, ah, welcome to Jacked and Canned. This is, of course, JT Colbs. How you doing? Doing pretty good, John. How's the night been for you so far? Good, man. Got out of work. Tomorrow's a holiday. We're recording this on Thanksgiving Eve, only the biggest party night in America. And we're over here. We're partying on the pod. Partying on the pod, my friend. Partying on the pod. That's what I like to hear. John, I heard that you might have a couple of topics to start us off at the roundtable. Particularly something I I believe with fantasy football. I do. But as always, we have to hijack this. Who's on top, my friend? NBA standings, Eastern Conference, Nets on top, 13-5, Heat 12-6, Bulls 12-6, Wizards 11-6, Western Conference, Warriors 15-2, Suns 14-3, Jazz 11-6. Let's see, honorable mention to the Lakers, 9-10. Damn it, Combs. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Last 10, 4-6. What the hell? We'll get into that. Kicking over to the NHL. I'm going to read this right for the fourth or third or fourth street straight week in a row where it's going to sound all right because I'm not reading the games played for wins. All right, Panthers 13 and 2, Maple Leafs 13 and 6. We have the Metropolitan Division, Hurricanes 14 2, Capitals 11 and 3, Western Conference. We got the Wild. I love that how it just says Wild. 11 6, Pacific Division, Flames 12 and 3, and of course the NFL. AFC East the Patriots are back, five games winning in a row, 5-0 and on the road, 2-4 and four at home. They don't like Patriot Place anymore, apparently. They win everywhere else. <laughs> it's a new trend. Mm-hmm. Followed by the Bills, 6-4, Dolphins, 4-7, Jets, which we love the Jets, 2-8. and eight. Three-game losing streak, but yes. Joe Falco, he's doing good. What I would like to say just on the spot here real quick, if I could, John, is that The Jets are an organization that is clearly on the rise. They are gifting us every week with simply their presence. So I'm actually really ecstatic that we're going to see a Jets game here in just about a week and a half at this point, if I'm not mistaken. I I think we're about that far out. So we'll be down there with the Jets-Eagles game and go Jets, go. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out, breaking down the tape. We're going to see you soon. AFC West, Chiefs 7-4, Chargers 6-4, Raiders 5-5, Broncos 5-5. AFC North, Ravens 7-3, Bengals 6-4, Steelers 5-4, Browns 6-5, AFC South, Titans 8-3. Damn it, Adrian Peterson. Damn it, damn it, damn it. He's gone. <laughs> you got the boot. Yep, the well. The Colts on a three-game winning streak. 6-5, and five, Texans 2-8, and eight, Jags. Two and eight. We'll come back to the uh, we'll come back to the Titans in just a moment. In the NFC Cowboys, whew, whew, that was a hard loss. Seven and three. They're playing tomorrow night. Eagles five six. Washington four six. Giants three seven. NFC West Cardinals nine two. Rams seven three. Forty nine ers five five. Seahawks three seven. Not looking good. Not looking good at all. I NFC would North, have to Packers. agree. NFC <laughs> North Packers eight three. Vikings, damn, they look pretty good. 5-5, five, five, Bears, 3-7. Come on, Lions. I mean, you're playing tomorrow, too. Lions, Thanksgiving win, special treat for the fans. <laughs> little something, NFC something. <laughs> NFC South, 7-3. Saints, 5-5. Five, five. Panthers, 5-6. Five, Falcons, 4-6. Colves, that's who's on top, my friend. All right. 
Well, thank you very much for that, John. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe that you had one fantasy thing that you wanted to get off your chest before we dive into some other stuff here. Elijah Moore on the New York Jets. I was a big fan. I picked him up a couple of weeks ago, and he, he did he did really, really good. Every week, he's been averaging almost around that 10-point mark, right, for fantasy lovers. Well, last week, he had 20 points. He had about 20 points last week. Okay. Right? So... With that said, Colbs, it threw me off because I just released him. So, unlucky me, I released him on his biggest game. And I was a big believer of him, too. So, I'm not too sure what to what to say about that. No, it's always unfortunate when you end up with having a guy that, even though he was doing good for you, you end up dropping him for another guy and then it turns out that the guy that you dropped ends up being the guy that takes off and granted you know this about me john i don't really even play a lot of fantasy but seeing that happen to anybody is just one of these like disappointing things for me even from the outside because yes john i actually do root for your fantasy team i think next season what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have you just send me the entire roster so I can just sit there and write them down and then look at what they do every week fantasy uh, from a fantasy perspective Hell yeah, man. So, John, we ready to get into some other topics here? Let's do it, man. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. I'm excited. All right. First thing that I have to talk about is obviously uh, the Lakers are currently 9-10, and 10, and it's not looking great. Now, the last right. thing the last thing that happened that I got to see anyway, because I didn't watch their game against the Knicks the other night, uh, last night, and I know they're playing the Pacers tonight. So LeBron got suspended for a game, and John, I don't know how much of that you might have seen. I assume you probably did just because it's completely Mm. viral what happened. No, you didn't see anything, huh? No. So at the free throw line, uh, gentleman for the Detroit Pistons, I believe his name is Isaiah Stewart. I I think I have that right. He uh, He was matched up with LeBron in the post there for free throws that were taking place. And LeBron ended up catching him with an elbow in the head, uh, right up a, right up around the uh, the eye socket kind of level, and it ended up having this dude like pouring blood. So it didn't look great from LeBron's perspective, just because he hit him so hard with his elbow. And you could make the argument either way on intent. There, in all seriousness, uh, you know, as a avid LeBron fan, I'm obviously going to sit here and tell you that I don't think he meant to do what he did. I've heard a lot of people that have speculated that he did mean to throw an elbow, but he didn't mean to throw it that hard. I've heard all sorts of stuff that's kind of in between. I definitely don't think that LeBron took his elbow and just crammed it as hard as he could into this dude's skull. I don't think that's what took place. But what ended up ensuing, John, was that this guy tried to uh, chase LeBron. He was running through people like Derrick Henry, John. And when I say running through people like Derrick Henry, I mean he was literally shedding tackles. Like he had people on the ground trying to hold him and he was breaking through said tackles i mean if you could isaiah stewart i believe was the name you're gonna have to watch yeah he was legitimately breaking tackles trying to get to lebron and i mean it it did it looked like derrick henry dude it was unbelievable so one of the things that I want to take away from this, because obviously I try to find the funny and the good and whatever situation happens. One of the things that really made me laugh, I saw this from Tom Haberstroh. There was a cop that was in the middle of the court and 
as Isaiah Stewart's running around breaking tackles, all the cop does is simply put his hand out as if to say, hey, hey, stop. Like that, that was as much as this guy offered for the situation, which I did find funny. Uh, additionally, one of the things that was funny is as LeBron's getting escorted off the court, because he obviously got ejected, um, you hear the PA announcer, one of my favorite people in this world, just every PA announcer. I love these guys. He does this thing where he goes, attention fans, do not throw items onto the court. Attention fans, do not rush the court. Do not leave your seats. And all I'm thinking of myself is I'm thinking of their time with Malice at the Palace. And all I could all I could think is these fans, they see what's going on. They see that absolute mayhem is breaking loose on the court. And there had to be at least somewhat of a flashback. Because I know when I saw the highlight, that's what I was getting. I was like, oh, God, how bad does this get? Because I'm telling you, this guy was going to do whatever he could to try to get to LeBron. He broke free in the tunnel, and everybody thought he was going to wrap around the other side of the tunnel because that's what the tunnel does. I'm assuming he got stopped in there by security personnel at the arena. But um, LeBron got suspended one game. The other player involved here got uh, suspended two games. So, oh, are you watching it. it now? Yeah. I'm telling John, does it not look like Derrick Henry? Because I'm, I'm not kidding when I say that. That guy was breaking tackles at a rate that I've only seen running backs do. I've never seen a basketball player have to break a tackle before. This guy can shed tackles. He might have picked the wrong sport in all seriousness. Dude, they are not showing LeBron in the video playback at all. Oh, no, no, no. For the most part, they kept the cameras off him until he was being escorted away from the court. And they end up showing a replay of it, so you can, again, make your own determinations based on if you think that it was intentional or not. I'm not going to judge you either way. That's fine. I mean, my opinion in all seriousness is still up in the air. I'm not sure. I have no idea. I mean, I I think I'm leaning towards the opinion that LeBron did try to send a little bit of a message and just happened to hit him harder than he probably thought he was gonna. And again, John, this is why I tell you from my MMA experience, elbows do a lot more damage than punches do. Elbows are dangerous, man. You can't just be throwing those things around. But it was obviously a spectacle and it was all over. I'm surprised you didn't just see a meme or something on Facebook Twitter, Instagram, whatever, just because it, it was legitimately everywhere. Dude, that is absolutely insane. So I want to know when the Lakers play the Pistons again, because I will watch that damn game, and I hope that they actually both play. But I feel like as a precautionary thing, maybe they'll suspend suspend LeBron for that game. I wouldn't be shocked if that's a night where LeBron ends up just being out for rest kind of thing, because I, I got a feeling that that Pistons team – The Pistons usually aren't playing for much to begin with, so this year's no different. The Pistons aren't going to be a playoff contender. I wouldn't be shocked if that's going to be a team of people looking to play a little bit dirty on LeBron, and LeBron obviously wants to stay healthy so he can try to do something to get this team into the playoffs. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Granted, in that game, once that ejection took place, the Pistons were up at the time and had been pretty much the whole game, and the Lakers did end up coming back to win that game. So I guess that sparked something from the Lakers yeah. bench. But, I mean, they still just don't look right, man. I, I I don't know what they need to do. I don't have the answer. I don't have the fix. But I've never seen a team that LeBron James has been on outside of his first year in L.A. when the team was 
he, I mean, he was out for so long that I think it really impacted the team. And again, he's been out for a lot of this season so far. So it, it has impacted the team, but I don't think I've ever seen a team that has so little chemistry. It just doesn't look like it's working. They, they're going to have to make some moves. I, I just don't know what the right moves are because some nights, uh, you know, I keep telling you the Russell Westbrook is where I would start. But when, when I, when I look at it, there's a lot of nights when Russell Westbrook's looked great too. So I, I don't know that necessarily he's the problem. I just don't want him shooting the ball as much as he does. Is it a you defensive know? thing? Uh, defensively, they have looked pretty poor. Although I will say that when they need to play defense, like in a close game, they typically do so. It's almost like a turn it on, turn it off thing as far as their defensive effort goes. But offensively, it's just been totally random. I don't, I, I don't know what to do with it. Also, in other news that's great for me is uh, Chris Carson, the Seahawks running back, has officially been ruled out for the remainder of the season with his neck injury. So I can't wait to see what this offense looks like continuing to struggle and handing the ball to Alex Collins way more than we need to. Is that who their uh, RB2 is? That's who's going to take the lead? Well, well, it's who has been playing the lead because RB2, in theory, should still be Rashad Penny, but that guy's always hurt. So I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just want my Seahawks to be good. And it, it's just frustrating. They should have been better this year. Well, they could always sign Adrian Peterson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess they could. I don't I don't know how much that really helps. But, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, you know what, John? It's an option. Let's go. ADAP. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All day, Adrian Peterson. All right, John, do we want to get into the fun stuff for the week? Let's do it, man. All right. As always, we begin with the power rankings. John, the same 10 teams, but in in definitely a different order. Number 10, we have the New England Patriots staying where they were last week, and I know a lot of people would assume that I'd move them up after the win. I thought so. In a lot of ways, I think the Patriots did exactly what we thought they would do. They totally shut down Atlanta, who's a struggling team. And Mm. I think that the Patriots, honestly, don't have as high of a ceiling as any of these other nine teams. And that's why I currently have them in number 10. If they continue to look like this and the other teams continue to be all over the place like they are, they're going to move up. I just don't trust that the Patriots have the ceiling of being a championship-level roster come playoff time when it counts. So when I look at this team, I see what is a very good defense. I see that Mac Jones clearly gets better and better every week, but I still see a lack of weapons for him to utilize. And even though the coaching staff's done a great job of implementing an offense that can work around what Mac Jones' skill set is, I I don't know that they're any better than this. So Patriots stay at number 10. Number 9, dropping four spots, the Buffalo Bills. I don't know how the Bills are the best and the worst team in football. This it, this just doesn't make sense. This is the first time I think I can ever say that. They are what I believe to be the highest ceiling of any team on this list and also the lowest floor. They they just drop games like I mean they didn't they they lost they've lost to like two really really bad teams. The Jets, right? Yeah, uh you know what? It was either no, it was the the Jags. That's who it was they the lost Jags. to. 
And also, I just realized that as I'm looking at the games from last week, I grabbed the sheet from two weeks ago. I was going to say, no, they just crushed the Jets. That's weird. I, I know that they just lost. And then I realized that at the top <laughs> of the paper, it says week 10. So <laughs> I, I don't have that in front of me, but they uh, they they just have been all over the place. I'm kind of over Buffalo right now. I need them to win me back over. Speaking of, at number eight, moving down six spots, the Tennessee Titans at number eight. They're sliding hard. What is the, what is up? I think well, like that's why they dropped JP. They're like, it ain't a running back situation anymore. It's like a whole, whole freaking Well, no, thing. no, no. It's not just that they're not necessarily sliding hard because they just lost really bad this last week. This wasn't something that has been week week in, week out kind of thing. They, they were number two in my power rankings last week just because they simply had not been losing football games. They finally lost one, and I can tell you that that's where all the dirty secrets are is exactly what happened that game. And interestingly enough, John, this week, Tennessee is going to be going to New England. So we're going to see a lot there. I think we're going to find out, A, if the Patriots are better than the Titans, and B, if the Titans can figure it out. Because you know Bill Belichick's going to have a system set up to make life really hard for Ryan Tannehill, who's a quarterback that he's coached against more than maybe any other coach in this league. So he knows what Ryan Tannehill's spots are. Now, when he starts trying to take that away, do the Titans have another way to win a football game right now without Derrick Henry on the field? I think the answer to that might be no, but I'm not sure. Because of their record and because they were winning games without Derrick Henry, I still keep them at number eight. Number seven, John, your Dallas Cowboys. They actually only moved down one spot for me. That was a bad loss, but it, it looked like they at least made it ugly for Kansas City to win also. So I... I'm not going to take them down too much and also keep in mind that Kansas City is still going to be coming up on this list. So they at least lost to a good football team, whereas a lot of these top-tier teams just drop games to bad teams. I mean, picks mm-hmm. this this last week were like impossible just because, I mean, who the hell has the Texans winning anything? <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we keep Dallas currently at number seven. Number six, those Kansas City Chiefs that we just mentioned – Offense did not look great. It did enough because the defense has apparently come to life. I don't know what's going on there in Kansas City, but all of a sudden their defense is starting to show up. I know. They went from the worst to like one of the better ones now. Yeah, over the course of the last few weeks, they're definitely up there for one of the top defensive teams in football. But, I mean, again, you have to look at the entirety of the season. I don't trust that that's going to continue to withstand. So currently speaking, the Kansas City Chiefs, who have the most powerful offense in the league when clicking on all cylinders, mm-hmm. I have them currently at number six. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. So the Ravens are an up and down team, and this is also a team that I could tell from looking at the ESPN and NFL power rankings. Nobody really knows exactly where they are. I, I've seen them as low as 13 and as high really? as, yeah, I also saw them at like six or seven on the uh, the other power ranking list. I got him at five just because a lot of the teams that I had ahead of him just lost. So mm-hmm. without Lamar Jackson, I didn't expect much from Baltimore this week, so I'm not really disappointed with their 16-13 win against Chicago. I, I think that even though if Lamar Jackson was in the game, you would say that's not a great win. I think you look at it and you say, well, clearly, even with a backup quarterback, they're still better than Chicago. With Lamar Jackson back in the lineup, they're going to be just fine. So Baltimore sitting at number five. Number four, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, They moved up four spots by not playing last week. 
<laughs> that's that's how bad everybody did this week in the top 10. So Los Angeles, obviously, coming off the bye here. Uh, they got a big game against Green Bay coming up this week. So we're going to see a lot based on what we uh, what we have there. Speaking of, number three, Aaron Rodgers is pissed. The Green Bay Packers, number three. <laughs> number two, the Arizona Cardinals, who even with Colt Here McCoy are better than just about everybody else. Um, Arizona's not going anywhere. This is a legitimately dangerous football team. And when Kyler Murray returns to this lineup, because right now what they're doing is they're just nursing that ankle. They want to make sure that when he comes back, he is good to come back. He's not going to re-aggravate anything. That's why you see Kyler Murray still not in these football games. And currently, they don't even need him. Like Colt McCoy's out here making everybody look bad. They have a great offensive system and scheme in place. And my dude scored yet again another touchdown. I know. I was another 60 yards in rushing. It's 60 yards. James yeah, Connor. Great. But uh, yeah, I believe me, I was pissed when I see James Connor taking it in on my defense. I'm like, God damn it. John's going to sit there and tell me about James Connor scoring this touchdown. It was against my team. I'm pissed. I've been rooting him on all year. I really have. No, I know on. you have. Every week I have to talk to you about James Connor for some reason. <laughs> Number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, and them boys. I, I don't have much else. Yep. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So now time to get into how last week went. Okay. So from a strictly win-loss perspective for me, I went nine and six. Not as bad as it could have gone. I actually picked a couple of these upsets, but – I mean, there's some of these, man. It, nobody had Houston winning. Uh, like, <laughs> there, there's just some of these you can't talk yourself into. On the spreads last week, I went seven and eight. And on over-unders, I went eight and seven. So for the year, that puts me for win-loss at 100 wins, 64 losses, one tie. For the spreads, 83, 81, and one. I am just over 500. And finally, we break the streak of the spreads and over-unders being identical. I am now 84-80-1 with over-unders. So I am just hanging on on the spreads and on the over-unders. So now, John, <clears throat> we move into how we did last week. I did good. I got a feeling I did damn good. Uh, <clears throat> you did, John. So I went 1-4. John, you went 4-1. Sparky the mm -hmm. Coin went 3-2. So for the season, I am 25, 29, and 1, so I have lost the audience money that has trusted me. John, you are 33, 21, and 1. Phenomenal job. You are now you are up eight games on me. And Sparky the Coin is only one game below me now at 24, 30, and 1. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Sparky's coming for me, man. So now we will go to the picks for this week. John, game one that I have, and these were not easy. There's a lot of these games that I like, but very, very little that I love. And by very, very little, I mean I love one. So we're going to start there. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Indianapolis Colts. The Bucks are favored by three. John, I am taking the Bucks here. I think that they are coming off a uh, – Coming off a bye here, I think they're going to look very good going into the next week here against Indy, who I still don't have a lot of faith and trust in regardless of their good win this last week. John, what do you have? 
the Colts all day. Okay, Colts all day. What does Sparky the Coin have? Tails. Tails, so also Indy, so I'm on an island there. Game two, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Rams coming off a bye, and this game is a pick 'em. So this spread is zero. So you just pick who's going to win this game, and that's also the spread. I've got Green Bay. They have home field advantage, and Green Bay didn't look the most impressive last week against Minnesota, so I see them coming back in a big way here. John, what do you have? Uh, I'm going with – I'm going Green Bay. All right. Me and John are on the Green Bay bandwagon there. What does Sparky the Coin say? Heads. Heads. So Sparky's taking the Rams. Sparky just wants to be against me. We go to game three. We have Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore is minus four. Something's wrong with Cleveland, I have noticed. So I am taking Baltimore minus four, I think, with Lamar Jackson coming back, and I believe he's going to be back. That's – Baltimore is going to significantly dominate the Cleveland Browns. John, what do you have? I'm going Cleveland. Nick Chubb's going to have a big game. Fair enough. And what does Sparky the Coin have? Heads. Heads. Also Cleveland. So, again, Sparky's against me. We go to game four. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. The Chargers are minus two and a half, which is perfect because I think they win this game by three or four. I have the Chargers. John, who do you got? Chargers. All right. And Sparky? Heads. All right. First pick that we all have the same. And last game, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. It is San Francisco minus three. I am taking Minnesota because I have nothing that's really proven to me that San Fran is any good. And Minnesota has now proven to me that they are something. Minnesota. All right. And what does Sparky have? Heads. Also Minnesota. All right. So we got some splits there. So we'll get to have some fun with this. John, is there anything else that you want to do before we shut down this roundtable? Absolutely. I want to remind everybody, December 5th, Sunday, what are you, we're going to be down there MetLife. You eating sunflower seeds? Oh, yeah, man. I'm eating some sunflower <laughs> seeds. I just started chewing on a couple of shells there, so that's if you heard a couple of cracks. That's what it was. <laughs> December 5th, MetLife Stadium, Jets Eagles. We're meeting up with our good buddies at Breaking Down the Tape. It's going to be a freaking blast. Uh, might be a couple of other people that we've both virtually met online. Uh, is it John? Oh, God. Brother John. What's his name? Uh, it was live streaming last week with him. Oh, Super Dave. Super Dave. Yes. Not Brother John. I was way off. Okay. Super <laughs> Dave. <laughs> so Super Dave might be going down there. So that's really cool. It's going to be a fun time. Rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you want to hear. And, of course, happy Thanksgiving. Cobes, I'll kick it back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jacked and Can.